International Poznań. Hello Poznań, cześć Poznań, Piotr Schulz, International Poznań. Welcome to the only international show like this in Poznań. Witam serdecznie w naszym specjalnym programie, w którym zapraszamy ciekawych obcokrajowców i rozmawiamy po angielsku na antenie MC Radio. I dzisiaj będziemy rozmawiać o bardzo, bardzo ciekawym kraju. We're going to talk about a very interesting country. It's a really small country as well. Its population is actually smaller than Poznań's population. The area is pretty similar of the two main islands. Um, its capital city has only 6,000 citizens. Stolica tego kraju ma tylko 6,000 osób. Jest również zabytkiem uh, UNESCO. O jakim kraju mówię? Mówię o Malcie. Malta is a wonderful country in the Mediterranean Sea, about three hours by plane from Poznań. And to talk about this uh, amazing, stunning place, to talk about this country, I've got with me Kevin Farugia. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you today? I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, I'm fine too because uh, I'd like to talk about this wonderful country. I was there four years ago, so it will be for me a trip back with you to this wonderful country, to those wonderful uh, moments. Um, and we would like to show our listeners, you know, how nice is to be in this country, uh, what we can um, see there, what we can do, what we can drink, some interesting facts, um, and also we'll find out a little bit about you, Kevin, um, during the show. So I'm more uh, than interested in, in you and, and your whole story. Kevin is Malta. Kevin, you are from Malta, correct? Yes, yes, I'm from Malta. Which is a very tiny country, isn't it, in comparison with Poland? It's very small. It's something like Poznan, actually. It's something like uh, Poznan. So I did maps. So Malta, in terms of population, is 80 times smaller than Poland. Something like this. So it's around half a million. But with tourists, there's always like, I don't know, another like 50,000. Especially in the summer, so, right? In, in the summer. summer yeah. I was there in May and there were there were plenty, um, plenty of tourists. Yeah. So, okay. But before we talk about Malta, strictly about Malta, let's say, we're going to talk a little bit about you and your story. Because every time we hear on International Poznań, za każdym razem, kiedy jesteśmy w International Poznań, rozmawiamy trochę o historiach naszych przyjaciół zagranicy. We talk a little bit about um, uh, stories of our friends from other countries. This time we're talking about uh, Kevin from Malta. And Kevin from Malta, what brought you here to Poland, Poznań, the country uh, which is um, quite far away from Malta? Maybe it's not the first destination for Maltese people. Why? Okay, so I came here because for love, basically, like many okay. other other people. So I met my wife at that time. She was my girlfriend, obviously. I met her in Malta. What's your, what's your wife's name? She's Marta. Marta, Marta from Malta met in Malta. Makes sense. Okay. okay. So we met in Malta. It was I know around seven years ago. Okay. So uh, she was on Erasmus, like for work experience, and after that. Uh, we were coming and going for some time. Then she came to Malta for around three years. And then basically, because of missing family and, I know, she didn't, she prefers Poland. And we came here and I've been here for around three years now. Still, I don't know much Polish. Ah, well. <laughs> but I think, I'm you know, a lot of people lessons. in Poznan speak uh, English quite well, yeah? So you don't don't need to know Polish. And I think there isn't so much motivation. Nie ma takiej motywacji często dla żeby uczyć się polskiego, bo mówimy coraz lepiej 
Pangilsku. So there isn't so much motivation for for international people to learn English because you know you can get by. Możemy sobie poradzić z, z językiem angielskim. We can but get by with English. Like in Biedronka, even or Żabka, right? In all those like shops. Mm, it's, it's, not such a big, it's not such a big problem. Okay, so you came here for love. So uh, Marta brought you to Poznań, mm-hmm. we could say. And you work remotely, correct? Pracujesz yes. zdalnie. So I work from home because I'm a program- I do websites, programming. So basically I work from home. So I have very close to the office, basically from one room to another. Yeah, and I a couple live, of steps. <laughs> okay. And I live now. I live in front of Lake Malta, actually, as well. Okay, so, so it sounds familiar. <laughs> Malta Lake is your Malta. The Maltańczyka to must be something Something quite funny is I find I I see the word Malta here more often than actually in Malta because here we have like Lake Malta, Galeria Malta. And Malta is everywhere area, in, in your neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so are there any things that you dislike about the reality in Poland? I'm sure it's the weather a little bit, right? Because Malta is one of the sunniest countries in Europe, isn't it? Yes, yes. So for me, the weather here can be a bit gloomy. But in in Malta, there is the issue that in summer it can get too hot as well, so... Exactly. So it's so it's, uh, so it's it's unbalanced. Yeah? But so, overall, I still prefer, I think, weather in Malta. <laughs> of course, of course, especially in the winter, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a little bit rainy in Malta during the winter, in but winter, it's yes, much it's much warmer, yeah, and it's not so gloomy as yeah. as in Poznan in January or February, for example. Okay. Um, uh, are are there any other things that you dislike? Uh, you Poznan, don't like about Poznan directly? I don't have, but maybe. If I need, sometimes maybe the po- the language could be a difficulty, so it's not something that I dislike exactly, but it's like you feel a bit less at home when you're hearing people talking. You don't understand sometimes, yeah. And a bit, since I don't know the language, right? And it's a very difficult language yeah. to learn. Polski is naprawdę trudnym językiem dla obcokrajowców, żeby się żeby się go nauczyć. So, so I, I understand you completely. I hear that from many international people that it's a struggle. It's a struggle with Polish. Okay, so okay, so maybe on the positive side, what do you like about Poznań? So here, something that is quite different than in Malta, you have like bigger spaces. That's something that in Malta we get excited about when we see bigger spaces because we don't have much. True. There is more greenery. In Malta there is more blue. Here there is more. That's green, true right? because of the sea. The <laughs> sea is really beautiful, um, and and it's true that we you don't have many parks in, in Malta, yes, right? Yes, yes, it's true. And so here, this is something nice. And even public transport, I think, is better because of the trams mainly. In Malta, we have buses. So if you're stuck in traffic, the bus stuck, is stuck in traffic as yes. well. Yes, the, the trams are very time efficient. Yeah? Yeah. So they're, they're usually on time, I need yeah. to say. Yeah? And in Malta, when I was in Malta, I think most buses were not on time. Yes, we're slightly late or quite late as well, but całkiem spóźnione, albo nawet bardzo spóźnione. But they're really cheap, so I kind of forgave them, yeah. uh, and and it was it was it was okay, right? A very interesting story, Kevin. Um, so now I'd like to uh, move on to the to the next part where we're going to talk about a little bit about differences uh, between living in Poland. Uh, ale Kevin za bardzo nie lubi polskiego języka. Kevin don't like the Polish language too much. It can be a struggle, right? Which yeah. I understand. It's not that I don't like it exactly, but it's a bit difficult. <laughs> it's a difficult relationship, let's <laughs> say. Okay, makes sense, makes sense, absolutely. Okay, so um, what is the main difference between living here in Poznań and uh, living back in uh, Malta? So for me, the biggest difference is that here I'm working from home. 
So it's not like the difference because of Malta and Poland directly. But one of the different, another difference is that Poland is quite big and Malta is small. So exactly. it's, the difference is less than I would imagine in reality, because my idea was that in Malta it's small, so you find everywhere clothes. But here, let's say in Poznan, I could find many things. I don't know. You still have the airport, the yeah. hospital. So, so you have every, everything. Everything is so still. It's not like I don't know. It's so big that. But it's amazing. Like the 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 area of Malta is quite similar yeah. to Poznan, but yeah. Malta is a country, yeah. right? <laughs> So it's so it's crazy. So so Poland seems like a big country to you, yes. obviously, yes, yes, yes. because you know to go around Poland it takes ages, especially on Polish trains. żeby Polska biechać jednak zajmuje dużo dłużej niż Malta. So the, the difference of the country. Um, uh, how about the people? So the people, I don't know. They, typically, they say that Maltese people are more friendly. Than Polish, I, so. I would. I I need to say it's. I think it's true. I think it's true. The Maltese people are very friendly, and also what I liked about uh, people from your country is that even older generations spoke English when I was there, and I'm sure they speak even now. Um, yes, yes. And that that was very amazing. And they were, you know, they they would chat me up in English. Zagadali do mnie po angielsku, pytali się czy mi pomóc. They asked me if I wanted some help. Very friendly, you know, yeah. Malta, random people, strangers on the street. A lot of people know English, but some, maybe older generation, maybe their grammar wouldn't be that good. But everyone, as long as you knows, can communicate, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. To but jest super, że na Malcie know. możecie się dogadać po angielsku, because it's an uh, ex-British uh, uh, yes. colony, isn't yes, it? Yes, so, yes. so that is the that is the result. Um, so maybe friendliness, right? Uh, so would you say that people in Malta are? Warmer towards each other, more in reality, I think it's more depending on who you meet and stuff like this, so I think maybe overall, but here in Poland, I know I didn't meet so many I met people, but I don't know, I don't have so many contact with too many Polish people since especially that I work from home, yeah, so I don't know the reality that much here but from the people I know here they seem warm <laughs> yeah or maybe you also are warm you are a warm guy maybe it also depends you know how you behave who you are and then people kind of reflect to what yes, you do yes. and how you behave towards them czyli często to czy ludzie są nas mili ciepli no to zależy wszystko od tego jak jak my się zachowujemy it all depends how we be how we be behave okay um So, what's your favorite um, part of Poland? Have you been to the seaside, for example? I've been, I've been. Here, the sea, I think in reality, the seaside is maybe it's bigger. So, it's, if you want to go for, I don't know, five kilometer walk or ten kilometer walk, you can keep That's walking on this. And we sea. have more beaches, right? Because yes. in Malta, you have very few beaches, actually. Yes. There's yes. a lot of places for, for example, scuba diving is dużo miejsc do nurkowania, snorkeling, right? Uh, but we have very long beaches. But I guess it must be strange for you that you have to drive four hours yeah, to get to the seaside. Very far away. And in Malta, the sea is almost everywhere, right? You, yeah. you should, you I was seeing sea when I was going to work every day. So exactly. On, on my way. It was, so uh, it's maximum like 20, 25 minutes by bus and you are at the seaside. Yeah. Yeah? So even if you live in the in the middle of the island. Yeah. Yeah? So that is, that is absolutely crazy. Okay. So... Um, We're going to talk now more specifically about uh, Malta and maybe how to how to get there and uh, how to get around the country by bus, by by car. All those questions will be raised in a moment. Piotr Schultz, International Poznań. Dzisiaj rozmawiamy o Malcie. Nie o jeziorze. We're not talking about the lake. 
We're talking about the country, the state, the, the country of Malta in the Mediterranean Sea, a beautiful country with over 300 sunny days a year. Um, and to talk about this awesome place, I've got Kevin with me. How are we doing, Kevin? So far, so good? So far, so Enjoying good. Enjoying the interview? Yes, yes. Okay, so let's go to Malta together. How are we going to do that? So you can go, if you're in Poznan, you can go actually by Ryanair. So there is in winter, there is a one flight a week. And from April to October this year, at least every year it might change a bit, but there are two direct flights a week. So it's quite easy okay, to go. So not and the bad. prices are, are not very expensive. Not too bad. So you can, you can get a, a return uh, ticket, return flight for 300, even 400 zloty. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes even cheaper in winter, especially. In winter, it's not not the season, right? Yeah. So you can out out of the season, um, so you can get it cheaper. Okay, so the best way is to go by plane from Poznan Airport to Malta. Okay, once we arrived, once we have arrived in Malta, um, what is the best means of transport to get around the island? So the cheapest actually is buses. So you can get... I was doing some research before I came uh, because I don't even know... Well, you live in Poznan now, right? (laughs) True. But there is like you can get an Explorer card and it's like 21 euro and it's unlimited for a whole week. Okay. And you can can do by trips as well. So you can pay each trip, but it depends. But this one you can go... How much is each trip if I want to pay for each trip separately? It's 152 euro? Like something to you, I think. Something like that. I remember when I was there, it was about 1 euro, 1 euro 50. Mm -hmm. So it's not But this one is like 21 euro. I think it makes sense if you're a tourist and you can go unlimited. And I don't have to care about the tickets. I just buy one ticket, 21 euro. Kupujemy bilet na marcie. 7 dni bez limitów możemy podróżować po po wyspie. Sounds like a good deal to me. Because it's not only a city, it's the whole island. So 21 euro doesn't seem like a, like a big amount of money. Um, okay, so do you think um, uh, I could rent a car? What would be the problem if I, if I uh, the main problem if I rented a car in Malta? So if you rent a car in Malta, you would drive on the left side. So, so on the uh, wrong so side, so you're on the other side, like British. We call it right-hand drive. <laughs> yes, yes, it's weird. It's weird. It's crazy. It always scares me when I have to drive on this side of the road. It's um, unbelievable. It's strange that you should drive on the other side, like British. Oh, no. Okay, so this is a bit, a bit inconvenient for Polish people. might be inconvenient. Yeah. Is, is there a lot of traffic in Malta? There, it depends on the time, but generally it's quite there's quite a bit of traffic. Well, so, there are not so many roads, right? So there, yeah. there, there's. So we don't have high lanes in Malta. If I want to go like I don't know, eighty kilometers per hour, so you can go eighty kilometers after thirty seconds. You have to slow down. Of so course, because road. there's a hill or there's a roundabout, or there, so there are no highways. Nima autostrad. Okay, so that's that's a bit uh, that that's a bit difficult. Um, and uh, can I go on a on a ferry, for example? So you go on a ferry, there is like the, a big ferry, you can even go with the car on it, from Malta to Gozo. To Gozo, okay. So Gozo is the, 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 the island of Malta as well, right? The smaller island yes, of Malta. This is a smaller island. So there, how many islands are there in Malta? So there are mainly like two where people generally live, and there is Comino as well. But it's more like touristy, and there is a hotel okay. there, so there's. So Gozo is also quite touristic, but uh, it's also a place where people actually live. Yes, yes. I I don't know the amount, but there are quite a bit probably, of people that live there. Quite a quite a bit. So it's probably like like uh, smaller than Vilda or something like yeah, that. Probably. <laughs> okay, 
Okay, prawdopodobnie mniej niż dzielnica Poznania Wilda. Uh, right, so these are all the mo- most important informations, uh, information about, this is the most important information about transport, what to do and also what to avoid. And what time of the year is best to visit Malta, depending on your needs. So let's start with what to see and do in Malta. Kevin, over to you. So the most, uh, the capital city is Valletta. So if you go there, I think you have to go to Valletta. It's a UNESCO World Heritage. The uh, Our capital city is more like a historical capital city, not like you have here, like Warsaw, where people go to work. It's more, exactly. So it's, it's, it's also very for, small. It's, it's more small. for the historical value. Na, of it. Na myślę, że nawet 10 tysięcy ludzi tam nie mieszka. I don't think even 10,000 people live there. So, so yeah, it's, like it's, it's pretty small in comparison with Warsaw. So, and if you like, let's say, historical buildings, there is... And you can go to Medina as well. It's the oldest capital city. It's smaller Medina. than Valletta. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's called the Silent City as well. So if you the go. Silent City. Why is that? Ciche Miasto. Why is that? To be honest, I am not sure why it's called the Silent City. But they say you should keep silent when you're going there. But I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Okay. That sounds, that sounds good. That sounds good. For some tourists, it might be impossible to stay silent. Na niektórych turystów to chyba nie będzie możliwe, żeby być cicho. But it's it's possible. It's possible. <laughs> so then there is also there are also a lot of churches in Malta. Okay. There are as much churches as there are days in the year. 365 yeah. churches in Malta, which is crazy, right? But these include even the like small chapels, not all like big chapels, churches. churches. So basically, if you spend a year in Malta, you could go to a different church every day. Every day, yeah. Crazy. So it sounds uh, like we are, we are very rel- religious at there. Exactly, because we, we share the same religion, Poland and, and yeah. uh, Malta, right? Roman Catholics, yeah? Roman, yeah? But a question, a question. Do actually people go to church in, Mal- in Malta? I think as time goes by, less and less people are going to church. I think similar in Poland, yeah? Younger generations, probably not so much, but yes. older people, I'm, I'm sure, like the majority of them go to church. Yeah, go majority to, of go to church. Go. Okay, okay, very interesting. There is also like megalithic temples, but this is something like like something older than the pyramids, right? But they are it's something like Stonehenge in, in UK. So they are like temples like big stones. So the, big, the most popular one is Hajarim. So it's like it's something for historical value. And they are super old. They are like six thousand years old, something like that. Three hundred, three three hundred, three thousand seven hundred before Christ. Yeah. So so they're very old. Because also, what's amazing about Malta um, is that it has been a part of many different countries over the years, right? So it was um, Arabic. It was. It was. It is Spanish, Turkish, Italian. Uh, for, uh, with Italians for sure. Then we were like a colony of the British. I don't know all the the history, but we had a couple of exactly. So you can see that influence, right? Yeah. So influence. We had the of Cavaliers. Cavaliers, the yeah. Maltanchitze, right? Yes. Um, so that's the same ones that built the Maltese Lake. Actually, after I was checking. True, that's true. Zakon Maltańczyków. Um, so the same people that came from Malta, they 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 created the lake, and and there also there is also I think um, a church uh, near Malta um, that is dedicated to to those people. Jest także kościół zakonu Maltańczyków. Chyba nie opodal Malty, ale też to sprawdzają. That needs to be checked. Um, Right. So th- this is what's, what's stunning about this country. It's a bit like in winter, right? So if you go maybe more summer, maybe you should see the beach a bit. So, so we, Maybe go diving. You can go. If, yeah. you, if you are 
into diving, you can go diving. The sea is quite clear, actually, in Malta. Mm-hmm. So that's something you don't have, in my opinion, in Polish beaches. You have no, very long beaches, have. but the sea is not very beautiful beaches, but you can't see a thing. No, mamy piękne plaże, ale ale niestety nie jest tak na Malcie, że możemy tu zobaczyć w tej wodzie. Not really, not yeah. really. We can't see a thing in in, uh, in in the Polish sea, in the Baltic Sea, sadly. And that won't change. Chyba to się nie zmieni. <laughs> And if you're in maybe a bit hotter time of the year, you should go to Comino. Comino, there is Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon, so it's it, a small island of Malta. Yeah? It's a small island, it's between Malta and Gozo. And you can go there with a small boat, typically, or a boat. But there are some boats that can stay with you there. Yeah. So my suggestion, if you're going there, maybe if you're going especially in the high season, you go with these kind of boats that they stay with you because it can get too crowded. Okay. So the beach is there. Everyone wants to. If you go to Malta, everyone goes, wants to go to Blue Blue Lagoon. Also, because there are not so many beaches, right? Yeah. So this is this is probably. Is it the, the most beautiful beach in your opinion, Malta? I'm not sure if it's the most. It's the nicest sea because it's mm-hmm. it's quite blue because of the color. The, the color. That's why it makes it, I think, very popular as well. Okay. So there is Meliha Bay as well, Adira. We call it in Maltese. So that's the most popular in Malta. In uh, Gozo, the most popular is Ramla Bay. Because it's called actually Ramlal Hamra. Hamra is red because okay. the sand is quite reddish there. Hamra, Hamra, in Maltese, right? In Maltese, Ramlal Hamra. Right. It sounds a little bit Arabic, doesn't it? Yes, yes. So there, there's also even in the language, right? There are some, Maltese is a Semitic language. Semitic language. Okay. So there, that's why again so many influences, right? But I remember when I was uh, I was in Malta and I listened to some. Uh, some of your TV, uh, some kind of news channel was, I'm not sure. And um, I listened to Maltese language and a lot of words were in English, actually. I was surprised. Yes. We have, I don't know exactly the percentage, but let's say half of the words are coming from Arabic. Then we have like one fourth coming from Italian and maybe another one fourth from English. The English part is growing as time goes by. Like course, newer words are all being in English nowadays. Of course, of course, and this is this is way easier to um, speak in English, right? Because it's the global language, yes, yes. so it's easier, especially for young people. Czyli w języku maltańskim mamy dużo wpływu też angielski, oczywiście arabskich i coraz więcej ludzi mówi po angielsku. More and more people are speaking English, right? Yes, yes. As their as their main language. And this is the last segment of the show. In the last segment of the show, we are going to talk about Malta, obviously. What to drink, what to eat in Malta. So let's start with the food. When I was there four years ago, kiedy byłem cztery lata temu na Malcie, um, I found that food in the food in Malta is absolutely amazing. It's a mixture of, of Italian cuisine, Arabic cuisine, and there is also its own. There's this own spin by you know Maltese people how to combine all those um, influences that have been there for ages into Maltese cuisine that is very special, very unique in my opinion. And and it uses a lot of the, um, uh, you know, products from, from goats, um, a lot of olives, um, all sorts of things. But I'm, I'm going to pass it to Kevin to speak about it because he knows more. Okay. Kevin, go for so it. So in Malta, uh, you can eat like rabbit is quite popular. At some point in my Rabbit. in my family, we're doing it almost every Sunday. Okay, okay. So Mata, like they have their cruelly. own, and they can do it in a very different way. You can either fry it or stew. Stew, I think, is I prefer the the fried 
Okay. Mainly. Fried is better. Well, kochorik is also nice, but uh, stew um, is also nice, but but fried rabbit sounds sounds delicious. So then there are kind of cheeses, though there's jbeinit. We call it jbeinat al-bzar. Shbein, that's okay. So, that's that's so, very difficult to, to pronounce. Shbeina, okay. It's some kind of cheese. It's like, uh, like uh, I don't know how to explain. Some kind of circle. But talbzar is pepper. So it's like once we have with pepper and the others without pepper. These are quite popular. They're done, I think, by goats or I don't know if it's always goats or sheep sometimes. Okay. And then there is this kind of cheese that is a bit more soft. Something like tfaruk you have here. Yeah, Tvaroks, white cheese, soft cheese, okay. Um, and can we find um, wine in Malta that is produced there in Malta or do you, do you export wine, sorry, import wine from uh, Italy, for example? We have our own wine. In Malta, since the summer is quite dry, it's quite good for grapes, actually. So we have a lot of, I think they even export a bit of wine from Malta. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't export too much because there's not too much of land. True, true, that's true, that's true. So, but the but, wine is great as well. Yeah, but we do our own Homemade wine. wine? Can you, can you, for example, when you are in Gozo, can you walk around and can you find places where you can drink um, homemade wine? Yeah, it's possible. My grandpa used to do homemade wine, actually. Wow, that's so cool. That, that's probably the best wine, yeah? The best, yeah. best wine. And um, uh, so in your family, do you do you marinate some things and put in jars? Like, I don't know, for, for the winter or something like that? Do you do such things? We don't have this, like, very popular, like in Poland. Swoiki, right? I was, I was thinking about, what, yeah, exactly. What we, what we do sometimes, but in my family, we did it maybe very few times. We'll, uh, it's called, like, these kind of uh, tomatoes. And you do it with, we call it tadamim addet. Tadamil so, addet. addet. Okay. Uh, it's like tomatoes in very salty water. And they'll be very, then they'll be very soft at the end. It's like two, something that you don't have here. It's like more to, if you have a piece of bread and you... Uh, you spread it all spread, over Spread bread. it. It will become... Okay, czy taka pasta. Okay, so I know, it will I know. become something like that. Yeah. Okay, I know what it means. So, czyli mamy, mamy pomidory, marynujemy je właśnie w takiej jakby słonej, słonej wodzie, one stają się takie bardzo miękkie i potem możemy je rozsmarować e, po toście na przykład, e, czyli używać jako pasty. Wow, that sounds delicious, right? Um, okay, so that, that's food. And how about uh, drinks? So we mentioned wine, right? You can drink wine. Yeah. Is there anything uh, s- uh, special about, you know, drinking in, we, in Malta? Not necessarily alcohol. Uh, we have uh, a Maltese drink. is skinny. It's something, this kind of 7-Up, Coca, but it's skinny. It's skinny. 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 It's something, uh, I don't know exactly, a bit bitter. So it's like tonic? Would you say similar to something between lemonade and tonic? I'm not sure, actually. Is it sparkling or not it's non-sparkling? The, the, it's sparkling. It's more something like 7-Up. But it's the taste if you ever tried kunkwas. Kunkwas, okay. I don't know if you ever tried it, but no, if you ever no, tried it, you can buy it in Poland as well. Okay, here. kunkwas, okay. But not very popular. So the taste is a bit similar to this kunkwas. So it's kind of so it's kind of like lemonade, but it's a bit bitter. It's brownish, the color. Like Brown, brownish color? Yes, but it's like a bit more orangey and brownish. I don't know, it's like Coca-Cola. Like okay, okay. So um, uh, how about um, fruits? So in Malta, what, what fruit would be the most popular in the, in the summer? So in Malta, we have like citrus fruit they grow in citrus Malta. Fruit. So let's say oranges. Lime as well. Lemons, lime. These oh. grow in Malta. On the, we have peaches. So these grow in Malta. 
my grandpa had some fields in the uh, and and it's amazing right go, go to your garden and you have lemons um oranges so mostly you can pick up uh lemons um on in the autumn right september october I is think, that the season for lemons oranges? I think it's more at the end, uh, beginning of winter, I think. The beginning of winter, so more like December. More like December. More like November, And then, December. Uh, grapes are in summer. Uh, peaches, I'm not sure when, but peaches, I think, are somewhere like summer. Okay, okay, wow. So I think that this is another difference that, you know, in, in Malta you can have all those uh, different kinds of fruit. Apples, um, we don't have much in Malta. Okay. Potatoes, onions? Potatoes, we have. Okay. Potatoes so like and onions, they have. But apples, they don't grow, they grow very small in Malta. So they, you can, an apple can grow, but the apples stay, I don't know, maybe... I don't know how to explain. Very, it. very, very much very smaller, smaller than Polish apples because po- some Polish apples are really big, yeah. right? Maybe it's not the climate. Maybe it's, it's the climate for, for you know oranges, um, uh, limes, or um, for example uh, peaches, right? But yeah. not necessarily for 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 apples. Okay, Kevin, it has been a great trip in Malta with you. I think we, we've discovered a lot of new things and our listeners will want to go to Malta. Myślę, że nasi słuchacze teraz będziecie chcieli jeszcze bardziej pojechać do tego małego, ale jakże pięknego kraju. Wiemy, jak tam już dotrzeć, wiemy, co zjeść, wiemy, gdzie pojechać i jak się tam poruszać. So we know a lot about Malta. We know how to get around, how to get there, uh, what to eat, what to drink. Uh, thank you very much, Kevin. How do you say thank you in your language, Maltese? Thank you in Maltese is grazie. Grazie. It's, from it's like Italian, so it's easy to get by. Okay, so you can use grazie everywhere you go in Malta and it sounds, sounds fun. Sounds the same like Italian. Awesome. That's, that's very helpful. Okay, Kevin, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Um, drodzy słuchacze, za tydzień słyszycie się z Maxem Krukiem. Ja zapraszam na Facebooka International Poznań on Facebook. Możecie tam znaleźć e, słownictwo z każdego odcinka przygotowane przez wspaniałą Agnieszkę Lin. Dziękuję bardzo. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you, Kevin. Thank you, thank you. Grazie. Grazie, grazie. <laughs> Cheers. I drodzy słuchacze, zapraszamy w kolejny weekend, w kolejną niedzielę na International Poznań na antenie MC Radio.